0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus drew near to Jericho, a blind man was sitting by the roadside begging, and hearing a multitude going by, he inquired what this meant. They told him, Jesus of Nazareth is passing by. And he cried, Jesus, Son of David, have mercy on me. And those who were in front rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he cried out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stopped and commanded him to be brought to him. And when he came near, he asked him, What do you want me to do for you? He said, Lord, let me receive my sight. And Jesus said to him, Receive your sight, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed him, glorifying God. And all the people, when they saw it, gave praise to God. The Gospel of the Lord. So initially, we might not kind of Understand the linking of these two readings, the first reading from the book of the Apocalypse from the second chapter, uh, the end of the first and the second chapter. And then what we have in that is a vision that John has of Christ in a very mysterious way. And then as he then writes this letter to the church in Ephesus, uh, commending them for their good works, but then also rebuking them because they have lost their early love, right? The early love that they have for God, had for God has grown slightly cold. And so the Lord calls them. He says, remember from what you have fallen, Those that early love, repent, turn back to it, and rekindle that love in your heart. And then we look and we see in the gospel reading, we have a scene where the Lord comes close to Jericho and he heals This blind man whom we know from other accounts is Bartimaeus. The Lord heals him to the point where he is able to follow Christ on the way. And so you have a restoration of what has been lost in Bartimaeus. Whereas for him it is sight where he has become blind. But for the church at Ephesus, it is that their heart has grown cold. And so you have this link between the heart and the eyes, and it is a link that we see throughout Scripture. I think I've mentioned before, I had a friend in uh, Rome, he actually did his entire doctoral dissertation on this theme, the link, the scriptural and biblical link between the eye and the heart, and it was absolutely fascinating. But what you have in Scripture is this great mystery that the pure in heart will see God, and so the purification of the heart allows us to perceive God more clearly the removal of sin, the purification of the heart, which includes not only the getting rid of sin, but also the rekindling of love in the heart. And that when the heart loves truly, the eyes perceive clearly. And so what we have in this first reading from the book of Apocalypse, as Scott Hahn points out, which is that I don't, and I agree with him, I don't think we can understand the book of Revelation without looking at it with a liturgical lens. Right? What you have as described by John in this vision is what happens for us within the liturgy. And so when we come to the Mass, when we participate in the Mass, that is a very powerful lens by which we can begin to interpret the book of Revelation, which begins with the very mysterious image of Christ, who is the one who comes from the midst of the lampstands. Right, So he walks in the midst of the lampstands. And when he appears, his face is bright and shining and there is a sword which comes from his mouth which represents his word. And so also when we come into the liturgy, we have the gift of the presence of Christ himself who is present to us upon the altar, comes to us from the midst of the lampstands, but also speaks to us with that two-edged sword which is his word. And his word is able to purify us and his presence is able to purify us. And so then we can move through the book of Revelation and we can see this continued uh, liturgical lens, if you will, even towards the middle where we see the vision of the saints, the saints who are gathered around the altar where they adore the lamb that was slain upon the altar. And then the culmination of the book of Revelation, which is the union of the church with the bridegroom. And so you have all of those deep mysteries of the Mass which are revealed to us in a very mysterious way in the book of Revelation. But we can also then move to the gospel reading for today and look at this scene in a liturgical lens, if you will, that this is Christ who draws near to Jericho. And as we've said before, Jericho is that represents uh, the city of sin, if you will, in a certain sense. And so you have this blind man who's sitting by the roadside begging. He sits in close proximity to Jericho and he's unable to see. He doesn't know which way to go. He doesn't know... uh, anything he stands in complete need and so he represents human nature that has fallen into sin that has need of Christ and so the blindness also represents a certain lack of love in the heart and so he stands in complete need of Christ and in a spiritual sense this represents our human nature that has fallen into sin and what happens is when Jesus passes by when the presence of Christ is close this is the beginning of restoration And so in the incarnation, the mystery of Christ coming to earth, what happens is the beginning of salvation. When Christ makes himself present, salvation begins to be worked out. And when the Lord is passing by, this man responds. In the same way that we are called to respond. When the Lord is present, we should respond to his presence. That's what happens so beautifully here in this church. The Lord is present in the blessed sacrament and we respond here with adoration. That's the right response to the presence of Jesus Christ. And what he cries out is he says, Lord, have mercy, very simply, have mercy. In that one phrase, he acknowledges that he is a sinner. He needs mercy. He acknowledges that he has need of Christ. So beautiful, such a powerful, simple prayer. Lord, have mercy. That's our first prayer when we encounter Christ, because we stand in need of his mercy. We cannot demand anything of his justice because of sin. We can only beg that he has mercy upon us. And then what happens is, you have all of this crowd, they begin to tell him to be silent. We have to persevere. Difficulties arise in prayer and in the process of sanctification. When we begin to move towards the Lord, things often become difficult. The more that we desire to move towards Christ, sometimes obstacles appear in the way. Obstacles and sometimes they come from places that we think that they wouldn't come. From the crowd that is surrounding Christ, they become an obstacle to this man who wants to encounter Jesus, but he perseveres. He shows us the beautiful example of perseverance and that persevering prayer as we see for in another instance here in the gospel Persevering prayer obtains what it desires. He cries out all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. He again calls to Christ directly, and Jesus stops. That's the same for us also in this beautiful mystery of the Mass that we participate in. The presence of Christ is present to us here. He, in a certain sense, stops. He stays here. He remains here with us. And he commanded him to be brought to him. The Lord again sends out this call that he comes to himself. This is the call of sanctification that the Lord places on all of us. And when he comes close to Christ, the Lord speaks to him. This is the mystery of Christ's word, as the word of Christ now penetrates this man's ears and enters into his heart. The word of Christ is also a purifying fire, It is able to purify the heart from sin, but also rekindle the heart with love. When we do not love God enough or when we do not desire spiritual things enough, it is the work of the word of God, when we meditate upon it, to rekindle that early love in our hearts. And then what happens is, he says to the Lord, let me receive my sight. I want to see. I want to see. That is the prayer for salvation, to see God. And the Lord says, receive your sight, your faith has made you well. This is what again we see the Lord is always looking for in the heart, the presence of faith. And when faith perseveres in prayer and in love, that is what the Lord desires. And so the Lord looks into his heart, he sees his faith, he sees his love, he sees his desire for mercy. And the Lord says, receive your sight. And immediately receiving his sight, He follows Christ on the way. Because he now sees, he now walks by faith. And to walk by faith is to follow Jesus Christ. And so in this liturgical lens, this is what we participate here in the Mass. We come to the Lord and like this man Bartimaeus, we are not able to see him with our eyes, but we perceive him with faith. We know Jesus is present. We petition his presence here in this church and we ask him for mercy. When the Mass begins, we acknowledge our sins, and we cry out for the mercy of God. Then we also encounter God's word in the scriptures, and then we are able to be united with Christ in Holy Communion. And through this great mystery, our participation in this mystery, we receive the strength to then have our heart rekindled in love, to have our eyes opened in faith, and to follow Christ on the way. Amen.